2: where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word.
1: I want to say that April and May were very fruitful months, with hundreds of baptisms and more groups coming into
2: the faith. And that was the voice of Brother Stephen Ibali, coming to us directly from the center of the awakening in Uganda. On the podcast today our Brother Tim Dodd, and Brother Stephen Ebali to fill us in on the latest. And Brother Tim, whenever I listen to Brother Ebali's comments on any subject, in preaching or in person, I always seem to come away enriched.
0: Greetings Brother Mark, and greetings to every one of the listeners out there this week. I have known Brother Stephen Ebali since the mid-1980s, and it's always been a pleasure to fellowship with him around the Word of God and the things that God is doing. And I... Think that we are fortunate to work with such quality men in the gospel and see how God uses them in their lives and how God has developed the gift that they have within them. Brother Stephen has been used of God in the country of Uganda for many years and is considered one of the elders in that country.
2: And for good reason, Brother Tim. Well, I am looking forward to hearing what Brother Stephen has to share with us today.
0: I think it would be good to bring in Brother Stephen Abali at this point. He's the pastor in Jinja, Uganda, been at the center of the radio broadcast and uh, also at the center of the revival in his area of Uganda. Welcome, Brother Stephen.
1: God bless you, Brother Tim. I want to greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ and also greet all the saints that are listening in at this time. Hope this becomes a blessing to you.
0: Thank you, Brother Stephen, and God bless you. It's good to be with you, and it'd be nice if you could maybe start out by sharing some of your thoughts on evangelism and reaching out as you've had great experience in uh, this great move of God that's working in Uganda.
1: Um, I had a good challenge on the scripture of uh, Psalms, chapter 107 and verse 20. The scripture says he sent his word and healed them from their destructions. Uh, literal thinking may really think like he sent the word, like he sent prints. But when you meditate a little deeper, and then you discover that we are the written epistles, it means that he sent men to save people from their destructions. That's why the scripture here says in John chapter 20 and verse 21 that as many as my father I mean as my father has sent me, so send I you. So he's talking about the father sending us out in mission work. As my father sent me, so send I you. Evangelism is not just sending prints and paper out, much as that would be good. Brother Branham talked about it and he was calling it uh, distributing pamphlets. It goes beyond that. Because in Romans down here in chapter 10, verse 15, he says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it's written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. So the emphasis here is sending human ministry. Sometimes when we talk about evangelism, we sometimes dwell mostly on stirring up the people that the Lord has already given us. But i'm talking about going out to where they are the sinners themselves the people who desire the people who are hungry and thirsty so you know the way the lord has done this has been gradual uh, here in our country
0: you mentioned getting directly to the people and you also mentioned uh, the pamphlets or the message books the materials which of course are reaching the people and we're very glad for that but part of the beginning of this revival was centered around the radio broadcast. Uh, You could share on that.
1: I just want you to look back at the radio programs. You know, as they've been a great blessing where we have had the opportunity to air the message and also to directly interact with masses on radio. You let the prophet play out and now, after that, you come and you kind of uh, hit the highlights. After that, you start interacting with the people. They ring in back and forth. And you see, it started getting the people to realize who we are. And this has been made possible because we have the translation done. Our people are empowered with reading materials and also hearing it via the recorded translations, especially for those who do not read, because we still have some kind of illiterate community among the elderly. But, you know, this has helped us a lot that we have the radio programs, and the people can have access to the message, and we can interact with them. So, these are blessing that now hangs this messages a blessing that now hangs on the message hub. And we've had some kind of gradual development in this country, especially in the area of IT. The people are becoming computer literate. So we are going to do an awareness campaign to help the people to use the message hub more and more so that they can be able to access the message as they have need of it.
0: It's impossible really to convey to the listeners all of the details and all of the experiences of such a wonderful work of God. But if we could just let you, Brother Stephen, convey maybe some of the uh, process, some of the meeting of the people and the things that are happening and how the Word reaches the people and the impact that it has on the people. That would be great. So just uh, to
1: fall back a little bit and show you the image and picture on this uh, mission field, I want to say that April and May were very fruitful months with hundreds of baptisms and more groups coming into the faith. You know, so we have in our areas, a work area spanning 10 different districts, which is hundreds of square miles together. And uh, in our work team, we have spread out into five different groups. These five different groups we chose one day, which is Thursday. We go into those 10 different districts And then we get the ministers together. We start talking about the deeper things of the message. And uh, we do this as a class. It's not just preaching. We allow the people to ask questions. And then we give ourselves the time to answer the questions. So we carry topic by topic and we are systematic in doing that. So On the remaining days, different uh, ministers spread out to go again into the local churches that these ministers represent. So we've had the blessing to uh, minister to these groups that have just come into the message. And uh, what a blessing it is when you start seeing the people calling out to be baptized you know they get a a a a revelation and you really feel like they can't hold on they they just want to get into the water so you know this is what we've been doing
0: so once these pastors and congregations receive the word they are baptized the life of the word comes into the people uh it must reach out further from within them into other areas that even perhaps you cannot reach.
1: Of recent now, we've had quite a different issue that, uh, the work is, uh, is spreading out as the ministers, you know, that have come into the message, begin to reach out to one another. So many different of them are starting to come in and, uh, the work keeps spreading and then it keeps spreading and you just cannot be able to manage the spreading of the gospel. And so we are now training these ministers who have come in to start handling uh, classes and uh, uh, do the baptisms in the different areas also. And this one seems to have been a very great blessing
0: now I know from firsthand experience this is not an easy task in Africa, in Uganda when you've got so many people coming from so many directions needing baptism and water is not everywhere, and there is a necessity to get to the people and get the people to the water and the transportation costs, etc. Brother Stephen, please carry on.
1: On the 6th of May, we rented five mini buses, and these uh, seat about fifty. I mean, thirty-five uh, passengers each, and then about uh, fifty motorbikes. And brother Tim Dodd, who knows here, one bike carries two people. So you know, we were ferrying people for the baptism, and it was a very great blessing. And uh, again, you know, here and there we get challenges. On the 14th of May, Brother Samson had gone out to do ministry, but then he blew up two tires in one day because of the condition of the roads, and when it rains, you just kind of blindly get into the potholes which are logged with water. One time, uh, when I was coming from Mission Field, I had just placed uh, uh, tires on my SUV, But, uh, you know, they were about a week old. But uh, unfortunately, I also one time got the uh, tire chopped totally flat. So we thank God that he has been so gracious to us in those many different ways. And then Brother Samson, just a few, uh, two weeks later, he blew his engine again. So there are a few of those challenges as we keep going on in the ministry. So on the 4th of June again, Brother Wilson Semper was coming from the ministry, and then he also blew his engine. But in all this, we find some kind of solace as the Lord opens up greater doors and different opportunities.
0: You mentioned Brother Sampson. I I think recently his father passed away and you had the opportunity to minister at his funeral which was a little bit of an unusual event.
1: So um, I just want to testify that on the 2nd May the Lord gave me an opportunity to speak to the largest congregation that I've ever spoken to and this was at a funeral of brother you know uh, brother Samson Lubogos dad he passed on and uh, I had 2000 people gathered at one time and I was speaking you know to bishops and uh, different heads of denominations and uh, big heads of the muslim community and different intellectuals and people I tell you I was able to re-reach out to these people. And for the first time, many of them, we were meeting face to face because they just always had the voice on radio. So we appreciate God who has given us these opportunities in different ways to reach out to the people.
0: I know that the current situation with the COVID virus has created a problem with baptisms and shut down the country recently. Brother Stephen can explain to us exactly how that has affected the country. And while we don't know how long that effect will be, we're trusting the Lord to see us through and see the believers there through this current situation.
1: So why we plan to do another mega, uh, another mega baptism on the 10th of June, incidentally, I think it was on the 6th. Uh, we had an abrupt lockdown because of the COVID situation in the country. We had a six weeks lockdown. And so far, we are getting into the third week of the lockdown. So we are not allowed to move uh, with our vehicles. Uh, The churches are not open. Uh, Public transport is shut down. So we really kind of get uh, just to communicate with our people on phone. And the Lord has been so gracious. Some of them have gone through challenges of sickness. And here and there, we are trying our level best to reach them. Uh, Because, you know, uh, the sickness is striking and hitting different people. We've had... (coughs) Some of our own that have lost their own people. We have got our own people that have been struck by COVID and the Lord has rescued them. So, different situations. And uh, of recent, by the grace of God, you know, they allow the trucks to move. So, that's the only way we are working now. Uh, we get the books uh, uh, shipped out to different places that have need of them.
0: But we thank God for his protecting hand and his healing touch on the lives of many believers there. It's been wonderful to have Brother Stephen with us today.
1: God bless you, and we trust that with your prayers, this part of the world will open up again so that we may continue with the work of the ministry. God bless you as
2: you pray with us. Well, Brother Tim, that was quite a report we just heard. And one takeaway for me right away is that Brother Stephen is a very busy man in this revival, as are all the laborers there.
0: Very true, Brother Mark. We want to thank Brother Stephen for being with us and contributing to this podcast today, and we trust that it'll be a blessing and a encouragement to all of our listeners. And a reminder, please remember the work in Uganda prayerfully that God will continue to bless the labors of all the laborers in the field there. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God.
2: This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click sign up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today, and be sure to join us for the next... Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast.